choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, I'm back, it's KMGZ at Twitter, it's Thanks for Asking, podcast episode 324, so look, I'm apologizing to y'all again, um, this really though was conditions outside of my control, I put, if y'all follow me on Twitter, I put up and said it was coming Wednesday, and it was, but I, I got, if you follow me on Twitter, you probably already know this, but I'm explaining it to y'all so y'all can understand, so, you know, Wednesday was the day before Thanksgiving, you know, everybody got a lot of running around and stuff to do, and I did, like, I had, you know, had my day pretty blocked out, and then I had, like, ordered, um, for my little Thanksgiving friend meal, um, contribution, I had ordered, like, cake, got some stuff from STK, like, some steaks and sides and stuff from STK, so I had to go pick that up, and so I had everything timed out perfect, what would have fucked it up was, I also was gonna do laundry, cause I was thinking, my thought process was, alright, you know, I, I live in a car- apartment complex, I've been seeing people coming and going, so I'm like, alright, it looked like it was a good chunk of people that's traveling for Thanksgiving, you know, they look like they cleared out, and, um, so this would probably be a good night to do laundry, I didn't have a lot of laundry, cause I had just done, like, my regular laundry, uh, the weekend before, but, I be trying, y'all, laundry be wearing me the fuck out, but I refuse to use the, um, I just refuse to, like, take it to the places where they do it for you, I don't know why, I just, to me, it's like, that's also, I have, we got, you know, a nice, decent laundry rooms in, in our, in, in the, in this complex, like, every building has, has their own, right, and we, ours is pretty decent, we got, what is it, eight washers, eight dryers, that's decent, right, and they nice, and I'm like, why well, I'm gonna trade that for the hassle, I gotta walk there, I gotta pay you, I gotta, you know, walk it back, so I'm just like, whatever, I refuse to do it, but laundry be wearing me the fuck out, so what I've been trying to do is not, cause, you know, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm still, 14 years old at heart sometimes, so I just keep buying new underwear and new sports bras, cause I'm like, that way, I just won't have to do laundry so often, which is true, but then what happens is, when you do do laundry, you got like, all this fucking laundry, end up taking way longer, so I've been trying to do better with that, so I was like, you know, hit it every Friday, Saturday, just hit it, you know, and it's mainly gym clothes, you know, um, so, I, I got the bright idea, I'm gonna go do the laundry, so, I go down to the laundry room, cause I always go down there and check, cause the last thing you wanna do is, you know, get all your shit together, get your detergent, get your shit, get your little basket, roll it down there, and all the washes and dryers, it's, it's I can't, I had that happen enough, so, I always go and check, alright, I went there, it's, nigga, it was empty, nobody's in this laundry room, none of the washers are full, none of the dryers are full, bet, good timing, right, so I come back upstairs, I do like a couple things, but I, it couldn't have been no more than like 20 minutes, no more, got all, you know, gathered all the supplies in the laundry and everything, and, and went back down, when I get back down there, it's just one girl in there, one lady, so, we got two, um, what are those, triple load, like the triple loader joints, then it's two double loaders, and then it's two regular, and then, on the other side, there's four, yeah, four regular, and then it got another double loader on it, and it's weird, I don't know why the double loader, cause if you're trying to use all double loaders, you gotta, it's set up funny, but anyway, that's, that's how it is, so she's putting hers 
in the um two triple loaders. I very rarely use those. I mainly try to use the double loaders, but sometimes I'll just use the single because, like I said, I don't. I try to not have a lot, and um, so I was using the double loader. So boom, put it in. It's only her, but she. I, I'm still confused how she. Well, that I guess she was already put. So I guess she probably was like a good 10, 15 minutes ahead of me. So she put her stuff in in the two triple loaders. So I'm like, I'm cool. So I put my stuff on, and I, I don't sit in the laundry room. Like, I, t- I time the shit. I make sure I, I make it a little shorter so that when I get down there, right when it's stopping, because I, you know, look, we all play. They got to work for somebody to come get their shit out the washer dryer. I hate that. I try not to be that person, right? So I get down there, and when I get down there, I don't know how, I mean, I guess that 10, 15 minutes made a difference, because I'm like, how the fuck is you so far ahead of me that your wash is already done and your shit is in the dryer? I get down there, y'all, she's not in there. But all eight of the dryers are going. This bitch put a full, her two triple loaders of, of laundry in all eight dryers. That shit is ignorant as fuck. Listen, you new young folks... Y'all really wear me the fuck out. Y'all have no home training. Y'all have not been raised properly. Y'all don't have any manners, any respect, any anything. You don't do that. If there are eight dryers in a place in a in a shared laundry, there there are eight dryers there for a reason. Those eight dryers are for everybody in the building. I don't give a fuck if it's nobody in there. Somebody could come in there later. I don't give a fuck. Why who does that? Only somebody has been raised by fucking roaches does that, she had the blanket in there, in one dryer, just a quilt, for 75 minutes, bitch, you gonna use a whole dryer for 75 minutes, and you got seven other ones, now a lot of people in this building be doing that, and I be complaining about it a lot, they'll have, they spread their laundry out, I don't understand why y'all do this, y'all not saving any money, because instead of putting, you know, the, the regular clothes in one or two dryers for the hour, however long it takes, you have them across all eight for, I don't know, 30 minutes, but you still send the same amount of money, so I just don't really understand what the, what the issue is, um, and, but there's a couple people who do this, and I have complained about it before, cause I'm like, yo, but, but, but I've never, ever, ever seen somebody use all eight, typically, I, you know, I might use the most dryers I have ever used is three, cause I just, I feel, I don't need any more than that, I'm not a person, I'm not gonna put two t-shirts in one dryer, that's stupid to me, that makes no fucking sense to me to do, I don't do that, if I have a lot of whites, or a lot of colors, I typically tend to have a lot of colors, like I said, I have like a lot of gym clothes, so we talking about sports bras, like workout shirts, shorts and shit, so I'll break my darks up, my whites, unless I'm doing sheets, or something like that, and even then, whites are just, to me, they, you know, whites are, they drive faster, I, I don't tend to break those up, and it's a lot of, watch, it's, it's not a big deal, I'll use three, so there's been people who do that before, and it's irritating, but at least they leave you a dryer or two, so this bitch got all eight, so by the time I come down here now, other people, I guess, are getting, I thought I had this bright idea, uh, don't worry, I'm gonna wrap this up soon, I just want y'all to know why I was late, so other people are starting to come down now, so my stuff is in the washer, I got like two, I got the two double washers, and then like some other people, so the washers are kind of jammed up, so okay, fine, people stuck, right, but then the other girl comes down, like her stuff's done now, but she can't put her shit in the dryer, because this fucking bitch got all eight in the dryer, so everybody's stuck, it's like five of us in the lot, we all looking like, and I'm telling them, because you know, I'm like, I ain't gonna let the shit, I'm like, oh, I just want y'all to know, that's, that's one person using all them dryers, they like, what, I'm like, yeah, it's just us, y'all not, it's nobody, it was, when I, I was the first one in here, was nobody in here, the shit was empty, this one girl came in, and that's her clothes, and now everybody is like, are you, and I'm like, yup, so, um, so, 
I look, and I'm not, listen, I was like, bitch, I seen which one, so I was like, okay, this one got 10 minutes, so I get my little tray, and I put it right there, I'm like, I'm sorry, y'all gonna wait, but I already been down here, y'all not jumping ahead of me, right, so, um, the white guy comes down, and he's getting, he's the one that had his on the shortest, and he's like, there's no baskets, it wasn't no baskets, because I had two baskets, because I'm not gonna, I didn't let my, cl- you let your clothes sit in the dryer, they're gonna get that, that, um, you know, that rank smell, you gotta take them out, right, and it's not good to have them in the air either, but at least the air is not that old dryer smell, so, a uh, washer smell, so I had mine in two carts, and I was like, I'm sorry, I, they wet, I'm waiting on the dryers, and then this other girl, she was putting her stuff in, she was a kind of annoying too, because she had a whole bunch of clothes, and she had like four baskets, and she talking on the cell phone, and taking her fucking time, and it's like, sis, you got two of the baskets, I got two of the baskets, it's, it's only one other basket left, and like, come on, like, just, it, people are just inconsistent, it's, it's she was young too, y'all are just rude and inconsiderate, and y'all think what y'all wanna do is all that anybody needs to worry about, and I just oh, so, I really wanted to open that girl's dryer, only reason I didn't is cause like I said, when we first was that, when I first came down there, I wanted to open up, but I was like, oh, she gonna know it's me, but now I saw these people in the room, so when I walk, you know, I'm acting like I'm looking around, I open her 75 minute dryer, I open a few of her dryers, like bitch, and so um, and I think what happened was, when I opened them, you know, after a while, it stopped spinning, and I think some people took it out, but anyway, that's, so that threw me off, because I had to wait, like, an extra hour for them, for a dryer to get free, and it was a whole ordeal, so my bad, so it just threw my whole timing off, so that's why y'all didn't get it, then I wasn't doing it on Thanksgiving, so here I am now, but, may have another barn burner, so, you know, but I just wanted to explain that to y'all, but like, oh my god, I'm, I, I, I still got the video, I was like, I don't know, I, you know, I be, I'll send shit to the, to the management in a minute, but I was like, I don't know if that's management worthy, but it might be, because let me tell you something about this management office, they will put a sign up in a minute, bitch, they put a sign, I told y'all about the stolen packages, so they got a sign down in the lobby now, in the mail room, and I don't know what happened, I don't know what occurred, but I told y'all, yo, they be stealing people's shit, they stealing people's televisions, they stole a lady's wedding dress, it's Christmas now, I don't know what happened, but something must have happened, because they have a, a, a piece of paper down there, like a note down there now, to a few of them, big bold, and they like, if you are Amazon, FedEx, whoever, delivery person, do not leave any package in this lobby, if you leave any package in this lobby, and it is stolen, you are gonna be responsible, and it's like a whole thing, and I, I was reading, I was like, is that even true, like, can they do that, but I think, because, only thing I can think of is like, you know, myself and all of us, because when we were all complaining, they're like, well, we can't sign for y'all packages, and we're like, nobody's asking you to sign for our packages, what we're asking you to do for all this fucking rent we pay, is to, is to look at the fucking security cameras that we see set up there, and figure out who's taking the shit, and I'm telling you that it's the fucking security guards, because who else would it be, that's all we asking y'all to do, to figure it the fuck out, so I don't know what happened, but they're, um, so we all put, you know, I think everybody now, cause I know I put it on my, um, you know, on Amazon, you can set your settings, and I put in there, do not deliver to the lobby, bring to my apartment door, cause now I got my ring camera, I ain't lost, I, I ain't lost shit since this ring camera, this ring camera really works, um, the bell really works, I'm, sh- you know, I ain't lost shit, and I told you my neighbor, he got, me and him got the whole floor covered, so if you was trying to steal something, unless it's this one dude that lives, um, around the corner, he's not covered, but I, he, I don't know if they might got a camera around there, I don't know, but me and my neighbor got our, uh, us, our whole half of the floor, and both the elevators covered, so if you stealing something, you gonna get caught, right, so, um, and I'm assuming that everybody else starts doing that too, so, um, you know, now they, they, um, 
I've not lost anything since then because it comes right to the door. But I was like, I want to know what happened because I don't even know if you could do that. But I think if you if you tell them, I think what it is is because my neighbor, the other neighbor, the one that's on the tenant association, she was telling me how she'd be scamming them because she was like, sometimes she'll get the package, but she'll call them and tell them she don't because they don't follow the delivery instructions. When you put those delivery instructions in Amazon, they're supposed to follow them. So if you put in there, don't leave in the driveway or don't leave with neighbor, only leave on my porch or, you know, they're supposed to follow that. And she was like, so when they don't, when she, if they, even if they, and it's mainly Amazon, it's not really FedEx and, and, and UPS, they, they be knowing, but it's mainly the Amazon people. She was like, yeah, if they leave it in the lobby and not come to my door, I'll be right on the Amazon like, yeah, I ain't get it. He ain't follow my instructions. And she was like, she be getting two. So I don't know if people been doing that or what, but for, they got a sign down there now, bitch. So, you know, I was thinking, I was like, look, I might just send it because they might have a sign in the laundry room, like, don't use up all the dryers, like, <laughs> two two dryers per resident. You know what I mean? I don't know, something. But, like, girl, so that shit had me really pissed off. So anyway... That's why I was late. So that's a long intro, but I just wanted to explain that to y'all. All right, so let's get started. Yours and Negritude is going out to Philadelphia Eagles. We 9-1. and one. They bounced back from that commander's loss, which should not have been a loss. But you know what? I'm glad we lost that game. It was a good lo- loss for us because it made us. Bring, we, bring in, we brought in a dude from San Diego. can't remember his name. And then Dominic and Sue to plug up the, um, the, the run game. And it's, it's working. And we also brought in a, um, a, a defensive coordinator consultant. Listen, Howie Rosen... Um, looked at that Washington game, and you could, he said enough, because he made all kind of changes after that game, like, nigga, you think I built this team up, and we coming all this way for you, for us to get to the down stretch with playing against good teams, and they just gonna be running all over the field on us? No, sir. If you can't figure it out, I'll bring somebody in here who can. So, they brought in um, a consultant from Indy to help him plug the holes. Um, we are getting our players back. Jordan Davis is coming back. Um, Avanti Maddox is, is Avanti Maddox? I don't think nobody's out for the season. I think we getting a lot of in, just in time because listen, not for nothing. The, the Cowboys are good. I'm not going to say they're not. They're very good. Um, the Niners are good. There's some teams in the NFC that are good. You know, the, the Giants. Uh, you know, we ain't played them yet, but I've not been so. I've been all season on them. Like yeah, all right. And and the Cowboys beat them. Um, I think the two. I think the, the Eagles and the Cowboys are the are the two best teams in the NFC East. Like the, I ain't really been seeing the foot. I know y'all record whatever, but. I'm just, I, I know how the Giants are. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's just in time because, listen, we we the best, we got the best record in the league, but there's some good teams out here, and it's the second half, you know, and, 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 and like we was last year. We started out terrible, three and five, and by the end of the season, we was in the playoffs. So, you know, it's you can you can put a string of four or five wins together from now on, and still, you know, and end up with a with a with a twelve and five or, or eleven and four record, right? Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm glad how we adjusted that. We bounced back. Um, Jalen didn't panic. Jalen kept, Jalen is, is, he kept his temperament the whole time. And I mean, it really wasn't Jalen's fault. We got to stop. I, y'all, the wide receivers, y'all need to do these fumble drills. That's the second week in a row where we had a, a game ceiling, uh, 40, 50 yard pass that Jalen Hurts put right on the button, the receiver catches it, and then getting up and trying to run and do too much, the Eagles get on my nerves when they do that, a lot of times y'all be trying to do too much nigga, get the 50 yard pass and fucking go down and let us run down the score no, instead y'all fighting trying to get another one yard and end up fumbling, I can't stand that shit um, 
but yeah, shout out to them, they bounce back, I don't give a fuck, we only won by one, you only need to win by one, and like I keep saying, every people keep saying we ain't playing nobody, but we playing the same teams that everybody else is playing and winning and losing to, so, any given Sunday, alright, where I wanna go from here, I got a lot of stuff, y'all, um, let me see, where I wanna get out, what'd that say? Oh, so, Twitter is still here, um, you know, I look, I'm not going to pretend like I know what's going on down at Twitter, but I, I, I have said before, I, I, listen, Elon Musk is Elon Musk, but I've been thinking all of this when the shit first started, and oh my god, and they're getting rid, I've always thought they was cat, because I was like, this man spent $44 billion on this app, y'all sound crazy talking about he did that just to crash, nobody spends that kind of money on something to crash it, that makes zero sense, and it just, it's, I was like, this just sound like everything else with these fucking progressives, and you think they're important people on Twitter, because they got blue checks or whatever, making shit, I was like, I, I think that what it is, is is they had a lot of jobs that, yeah, maybe it would have been better done, better, um, redundancy, if you had three or four people doing the same job, but it's not really necessary, and seeing as we paid $44 billion, we have to make this make money, and right now, don't look like it's gonna be through ads, we need to trim the fat, so we actually don't need y'all three, because it's really, can be one person doing this job, but we had an IPO, and an influx of cash, and as most companies do, we just started hiring crazy, oh yeah, we'll have four or five engineers, sure, redundancy, but, you know, we all that now, so, and I've been saying that and people are like, no, you don't understand, it's gonna crash, it's gonna, if they have a problem in the World Cup, the World Cup is coming on, I haven't really seen any major problems, um I only think he has let the Nazis and all of that back on the, um, platform and honestly, I have like, I, I have a semi- I don't know if it's problematic or unpopular opinion about that, like, I understand why, I understand put it like this, Trump was kicked off of the um, platform rightfully, in my opinion, because he was on here, this was January 6th, and a lead up, and he was on here inciting insurrection, so yes, you kick him off for that, and people who are, you know, um, encouraging people to go do violence, or do harm, like, none of that is protected by First Amendment, I get that, but, and I don't, you know, I understand that it's reprehensible, that, you know, these Nazis and white, whatever these, I don't even really see these accounts, which is another thing I'm gonna say, I feel like a lot of the people that have the problems are the problems, because the way my TL is set up, I don't see, and I do get, I get the bots, and somebody, sometimes these same people, they can retweet bots into your feed, but anytime I see a bot, I, I mute or unfollow or block immediately, I don't be having that shit on my TL, and so, you know, I just, I'm not really, I mean, I don't really think it's the end, I get it that, you know, it's terrible to have these people calling people niggers on the Twitter, but when Twitter first started, that's what it was, and that's what drew us all to it, and that's kind of still what, in my opinion, that's still kind of, I won't say what makes it great, makes it unique, you know, I said before, I thought the content management had gotten out of control, people was, you couldn't say coon, you, people, people was making, why are you typing out ninja, nigga, because if you put it, in, if you type nigger out, it, it, you know, somebody can either report you, some random person that don't know you making a joke, or ain't even in the context of what you saying, see it in quotes or whatever, can report you as having a slur or inoffensive, and they'll snatch your shit, I'm glad that's gone now, because I just felt like it was too far, I thought it was being used by losers to just fuck with people who they didn't like what they were saying, or couldn't get them to agree with what they were saying, or, you know, they got 
blasted as Manya get out my fucking TL and they trying to want to get revenge or they trying to report you, right? So I'm glad that's gone. I feel I don't worry about typing certain things now. Um, I like I said before, as long as you're not adding somebody and doing that shit like Nicki Minaj was doing, where oh, you know, sending people that I think that shit should be um not tolerated, and I, and I think that that still gets you kicked off, like I've read through his little updates, and I think that still gets you kicked off, cause what he said was, alright, we're bringing all the accounts back that got kicked off, now we're bringing you back, we're giving you an amnesty, but I didn't see anything in there that said, but if you do continue to do the type of shit that got you kicked off in the first place, that we're not gonna kick you off again I didn't, maybe he had a policy that I didn't see, but that, the part, the way I read it, it read to me like, alright we're we gonna let everybody back on because we had jumped out the window on the con, con, um, content moderation, it was it was a bit much People, you know, it was just getting too woke the cold fingers woke, so we're gonna let everybody back in, but we still gonna, but these are still our rules, that's how I took it the Trump thing, I thought man, people are so gullible I thought it was obvious that he was that, that um, poll that he put up was not legitimate, because when he put it up, it was already 57% people in, fa- in favor of Trump, and I was like, nobody who's on Twitter was ever in favor, we've been saying before even Kamala Harris said it, that he needs to be off this app, like nobody all the right wing trolls on Twitter, nobody wants them here, not so much because we don't want to see them, but like they, their whole fucking way to interact on Twitter is to, is to jump in people's mentions, like they, they don't have Aside, like we have black Twitter has a side, it has a culture. They don't have that. Like they don't have their own little right wing because they it doesn't. Nobody wants to see that shit. Nobody's interested in that shit. The whole thing is it is trying to interact with other people. So that's why I say like, you know, I, I I'm not really I'm not I'm not jump I'm not pulling my hair out because these people because like I said. I feel a lot of the people who are complaining about this and keep all day, oh my god, Twitter, I see, they the same ones that's retweeted, I would never even see that, oh my god, look what this person has, a swastika, I would never have saw that if you didn't retweet it, why are you retweeting it, because you're the drama, you're the person, you're the type of people that those people interact with, because they know your stupid ass will retweet and amplify it, and that's how it fucking works, y'all don't never know how to just block or mute or just not give any grease to anybody, Y'all stay greasing people's blades so they can slide right to the top. That's why I say the people on Twitter who complain about it's toxic and it's this and it's drama. Y'all, it, it's because you're the drama. Because I don't have any of that. I won't, I don't block because that you know people be trying to make that a thing. I don't give a fuck about you. I don't care nothing. I just I will mute you or I won't follow you. I don't have nothing you have to say. I don't care enough to block you. I don't want you on here like so and so block me. Oh my god, no, nah, I don't. No, 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 no. I, I didn't, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not interested in anything that you have to say at all, I, and I don't even have, I'm not even inter- interested enough to block you, I don't even want to see your, that, oh, this person is blocked by you on my feed, I don't even want to see that shit, that shit annoys the fuck out of me, I don't want to see you at all, so, you know, Twitter's still standing, I still, I think that a lot of it is cap, I think a lot of people are, are, if you, if, I'm tired of y'all complaining about it, either get on the app or get off the app, I don't know what's gonna happen, but get on the app or get off the app, I think that Twitter thing, the check mark thing he's doing, I think he finally figured it out, like I said he would, he's gonna figure, listen, Elon, I, we all know that he's not this genius and this great, 
businessman and he proclaims, but I have I said from the beginning that he's gonna get on here and he's gonna realize that some of this shit that he's doing, this is not just like he bought this shit as like a ooh, a stick it to the libs. But you have the thing now and you spent all this money and you have investors that are that invested in this shit to get a return. So you're gonna have to figure this shit out. And you're gonna figure out pretty quickly that you can't give everybody a blue check because blue check is not about clout like you and the dummies seem to think it is, it's about verification, it was started so that people who had accounts that people, that it was important to know whether or not they were legitimate, the real person, that's what the whole verification system was for, it morphed into this thing where motherfuckers think if they a blue check on Twitter, they an expert in every fucking thing, and they can say what the fuck ever, and they a media superstar, and they can get in your mentions and start trying to do that corny shit on your TL, not on mine, but that's, you know, so I think this new thing where they're like, okay, we're verifying accounts that need to be verified. If you work for a prominent organization, if you're a news organization, if you're a network, if you're a legit company, you get this level of check. I think they said gold for companies, and then they said silver for other stuff, like you're a media, or you work, you're a representative of, you know, whatever, New York Times, whatever it is, you're somebody legit, and this is your official legit account on Twitter, we give you a silver the rest of the blue checks is just for people who paid for it, and I think that's, I think that's how it should be you want this blue check everybody knows now, if you have a blue check, and, and you're not a celebrity and you're not a, you know, a prominent company or prominent person, where it's important, you just, Joe Blow who writes a blog for the root we know you paid for that blue check, cause you ain't nobody, and don't nobody care what you got to say okay, and I think that's perfect, because I think a big part of Twitter getting out of control is these little fucking nerd ass fucking motherfuckers who think they big big bosses, because they got a blue check, and now they using Twitter to try to tweet themselves up on the NBC and all these other shows where they end up flopping because nobody wants to hear all that shit okay, so that's all I want to say on that, and since we on social media, let me stay here and I'm probably going to upset a lot of people with this but I'm sorry, it's my podcast, it's my opinion you don't like it write your congressman about it um I am sick and tired of, we are in year XYZ now I don't know, of this fucking culture of victimization culture of victimhood culture of oh poor me culture of oh they call me African booty snatcher and it's so traumatic and we, I'm sick of it I'm sick of hearing that bullshit listen, listen there was a TikTok somebody posted about some first of all, TikTok is a great purveyor of misinformation, and I get why because people get on there with their little light ring light, lights, and they little, you know they talk, speak really articulately about a bunch of nothing and people just take what they're saying as fact, and as it's true, and it's so fucking deep, and it's literally just somebody on TikTok talking, right um, and they be saying all kind of wild ass shit, and just because it's on TikTok people believe it, I told y'all that shit dude talking about the, the Irish are the ones who talk to slaves that speak English, you was a fucking lie, we was speaking English in this country 150 years before y'all broke asses even got here, get the fuck out of here um, but there was this TikTok of this boy, young boy, maybe 13, 14, 15, I don't know talking about, oh, the way y'all act like this should be such a revelation talking about how people pick on when you're in high school, and somebody says you have pimples, they're picking on you because they have low self-esteem and that's why, ugh 
And then it's like all these responses. This is why we should stop picking on people. Listen. 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 That is what people do in adolescence all over the fucking world. It is a part of growing up. Kids, we all said it. We, I was terrible, we were all between like about 10 and like I say 17, children are terrible, they are mean cruel, savage little beasts, they'll eat you alive if they they'll beat you to death and eat you, we, we were terrible terrible kids, Gen X y'all know we was the worst of the worst they never wasted time telling us how bad we were, and we didn't care we did not care because we ain't fuck with y'all and who give a fuck what y'all was talking about. Adolescents are terrible. It's universal across the board. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but I feel like there's probably some biological thing to it because it's just everywhere. Okay? It's just a part of growing up. I'm so, like, oh, I'm so tired of everybody. People be 35 40 years old, talking about trauma, and, and what they called them in middle school and high school, if y'all don't get a fucking life, and get the, like, do y'all, y'all sound so fucking weak, and I'm not saying having feelings is weak, I'm not saying getting your feelings hurt is weak, listen, we all been, I can't, people will say, oh, well, yeah, that's easy for y'all to say because y'all are light skinned and y'all to get made fun of and or or they called me African booty scratcher. They didn't call you that. They only called you, you know, I don't know, brown skin, but they didn't call it's like it's the suppression Olympics. And this is what I always say to that. This is what I always say to that. You're right. I, I recall being made fun of, I mean, everybody, I recall, like I said, if you could be the most perfect bitch in the world, I guarantee you Rihanna got made fun of in high school, I remember, I, well, Beyonce didn't go to high school, but if she did, I guarantee you she got made up fun of, you could be the pretty Ricky, what they called them, you could be the most, this just what kids do, they'll make fun of you for being too perfect, I'm sure, I got made, mainly, it was about my forehead, mainly, because I got a big ass fucking forehead, I still do to this day, that's the main thing I can remember being made fun of, um, but I'm sure that was something else, but my response to that is, bro, I don't fucking remember, I'm sure that I got called all kinds of fucking names, I'm sure I got called, talked about behind my back, talked about in my face, I'm sure that I did, I don't fucking remember, because I'm a grown up, and I've been through middle school, high school, college, grad school, work, the military. I've had done so many things in my life since then that are way, that have defined way more who I am and where I got to this day that I'm not fucking almost about to be 50 years old still talking about what the fuck somebody called me in 8th grade. Are y'all, can y'all be fucking serious? Y'all sound ridiculous. You sound fucking ridiculous. I cannot fucking stand it. Nothing that somebody said to you at 13 should still be bothering you. If you go into therapy and all this bullshit that y'all are talking about, but you still down to your knees, you're not doing it right. And you need to get your fucking money back. I don't know what to fucking tell you. That shit is so fucking weak. And I'm not saying it's weak to have emotions. I'm not saying it's weak to get your feelings hurt. Everybody gets their feelings hurt. What's weak is how motherfuckers seem like they can never put their fucking hurt feelings aside to do what needs to be done. To go where needs to be gone. To get around what needs to be gotten around. To get over what needs to be... Y'all can't let nothing fucking go. 
I can't fucking stand it, dude. This is what you. This is and I and and I can't stand it because and I have a lot of friends who are parents and have kids and they be the main ones with it. Look, I don't know what happens when you have kids, but I don't know. I guess some button comes on and and you just y'all listen. You're leaning in to, to this weak shit and making your kids feel like it's okay to whine and okay to oh, they picking on me and why is y'all picking on me? Listen, you have to t- explain, you have to fucking reinforce in your kids. People are going to pick on you, babe. People are going to call you names every day of your life, whether you do right, whether you do wrong. They're going to call you names. That's just how people are. And yes, it's horrible. People should not harass you like that. People should not push you in your locker. They shouldn't, but that's never going to change. They've been doing that since the locker been a locker, and they're going to be doing it. They're not going to stop doing that, but you don't have to internalize that for you. You don't have to let what that person says about you only matters if you let it matter. You have to understand, yes, you're correct. That person does have low self-esteem. That Who knows what's going on in that person's house? They say hurt people, hurt people. So if you know that, why are you letting that person... You have, you have control over your self-esteem and how you view yourself. I understand you might not like that person saying you got a pizza face or whatever. That hurts your fucking feelings. Everybody laughs. Nobody likes that. I get it. But y'all just be doing too much with it. You have to, you have to reinforce for your children. Look, son... First of all, y'all are 12, y'all are 13. This is what kids do. You don't have to internalize that. You don't have to accept that about yourself. You want us to go get your skin getting cleared up, we could do that, but that's not good. If, if it's not your skin, then they're going to talk about something else. Oh, your nails are too long. Oh, your nails are too short. Oh, your feet are too big. Or your feet, it's always going to be something. And you just have to, for yourself, understand that what somebody else say about you don't define you. You don't need to go down to your knees every time somebody talking about you. And, and listen, if you need to pop somebody in their fucking face because they on your nerves, do it. And don't worry about the school and all that shit. Well, I'll handle that. You know, the suspension, this, whatever it's going to be. I'll handle that. Don't worry about it. If You know, don't do it on no, nothing dumb. But hey, if, if that's what it's going to take for them to get the fuck up off you and understand you're not the one to pick on, then fine. And I just don't, I just, I don't understand when we got away from that. And now everything is, oh, y'all got to stop bullying. Y'all got to stop trolling. Nobody's going to do that. That's not life. That's not realistic. Stop, stop. Oh my God, I just, I can't take it. I'm so fucking tired of this weak bullshit that, that, that everybody is leaning into. And y'all going to all, if this is what therapy is telling y'all, it's not working. Y'all need to try something else because it's making you weak. And it's, it's just y'all, everybody acting like a chump. I'm tired of, yes, it's terrible. But tell that boy, son, look, in two years, you're going to have a growth spurt. You're going to be six foot. You're going to be filled out. All the girls going to like you. And ain't nobody going to fuck about what that dude over there who's just jealous probably because his girl he like probably, you know, you talk to her with no problem. That's probably why he messed with you in the first place. That's all you got. You ever been, I just, man, you ever been at school and have somebody picking on somebody, somebody talking shit? It's always, it, this always happens. Or maybe it don't happen with y'all, I don't know. Because somebody called y'all name and y'all fall the fuck out. I don't know. But I know when we was coming up and we was jawing and everything, playing the dozens, whatever you want to fucking call it. It would always be somebody, it's called, a perfect example. On Twitter we call it, is this you? When we was in person, it was, I know you ain't talking. Because you'll have somebody say, oh, well, you know, uh, well, you broke ass, you dirty, bad. oh, word, okay, but where your daddy at? Okay, because it sound like to me, at least I got a father. All right, my father don't buy me the expensive nights, but at least I got a father. My father go to work every day, come home, you don't even know who he uses. Like, you, when you say that to them people, they get quiet as fuck. 
because that's really what it's about. But y'all, like, I don't know when that went out of style, bro. Like, I don't, y'all teaching these kids to be so fucking pussy. Damn. No wonder everybody that's 30 are weird and, 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 and antisocial and don't know how to carry on regular, just be regular, because, like, I don't, people are, it's, it's, y'all are raising these motherfuckers like the world is supposed to adapt to them, no, and I'm tired of it, like, I'm tired of people trying to pull on my heartstrings, I'm tired of people trying to make me feel bad about what I'm saying, I don't give a fuck, I, I don't care about what you're saying, because, look around, we all see these weirdo ass people, like, bro, what, who, who, who raised you, why do you act this way? Why are you 35 years old still harassing women, calling them a low value and this and that and the other and I'm not paying for dates and are you a high value? Why are you still, you're 40 years old. Why are you still harassing women because somebody was 12 and didn't want to go to the dance with you? Because nobody told you to cut that shit out, snap the fuck out, nigga, look, the girl don't like you, she don't have to like you, you can find another girl, so-and-so, Tammy over there been trying to fucking go with you for five years, but you think you too good for Tammy, why don't you go out with Tammy, at least you'll have a fucking date, and maybe if you go out with Tammy, some of the other girls might find you a little interesting, cause oh well, at least he got Tammy, let me go see what he's talking about, but no, you'd rather be a fucking weirdo, another video on TikTok, and I'm not knocking this little boy, I think this little boy was sweet, I think this is a great little kid, I think he did a great thing, it's a TikTok about this boy, one kid in the school, didn't have, couldn't afford the Nikes, listen, we all grew up with the kids that couldn't afford the Jordans, I was very fortunate, my family was not poor, and like I said, I, if my daddy ain't wanted, because it was, my father was not paying for Jordans, he was like, I'll get you them Adidas, i get you them regular Reeboks, i get you some Air Maxes, okay, i get you Air Maxes, the Air Maxes back then used to be like $60, then they went up to 80, and it was like, bitch, what? But they was used to be 60 He was like, look, I, I get up to this. You want Jordans, which at the time was like $100, you, I ain't getting them. Or you can get a pair on Christmas, but like, I ain't buying a pair of them every other week, right? So I worked and got my own Jordans, because I was like, alright, fine. You know, my Gucci's, I fine. So, we all know that struggle to not have the flat and shit. Gen X, we know it for real, for real, because now, back in our day, niggas was getting shot blowed out their shoes for their fucking joy, niggas was walking home and getting robbed of their shirlings and their triple fat gooses and they not, and they and you had to walk home in the fucking cold that would, in your socks and no coat, never happened to me, praise God but I know people that it did and everybody knows that, 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 that's a long walk home, so I really don't, this shit y'all be talking about now when niggas getting made fun of, I'm like bro, we was getting killed over shoes okay, we was dead ass getting shot over shoes jumped on the subway over shoes, face cut buck 50 over the, over Timberlands and shit so, I really don't be trying to hear it for y'all but it was a clip, the little boy he didn't have his shoes, so of course they sit the boy in front of the camera he's sitting on, when you know when you don't have shoes, they make, cause everybody wants to be pathetic now, that's the fucking thing and I'm not knocking the boy, I understood what he was saying, that, you know he didn't have his shoes, I get it, but I just don't I, I, I hate the way we lean into just being pathetic, like, they ain't had to have him sitting there like that, the boy could have been like, yo, you know my mom can't afford shoes like that, so I come in the shoes I come in, and they make fun of me this shit is fucked up, but like, you know what I mean, my mom works hard, I, you know, when she ain't, we ain't got time, she ain't got time to be trying to be on the apps and all that shit, so I just got regular shoes, and yes, I make fun of it, they, they set him up to look pathetic, I hated it then they had the other, so this other little boy they bring him in, and basically this little boy, who's the same age as other boy, he take, they, this boy takes, and bless his heart, like, I'm not knocking this kid at all, he took his, he took his allowance, and got some money from some other people, and ended up getting the dude, the boy, 
um, a pair of dunks. They was actually pandas, which is jokers in itself, because all us sneaker people, we make fun of Nike, because Nike, every other week, they dropping them fucking pandas, because nobody wants them, and they cannot get rid of them, and they keep trying to do these special drops pandas, nobody wants them shits, bro, you might as well just put them on clearance, because nobody wants them, um, but, um, so they got him a pair of, uh, of pandas, which was very nice. And everybody's like, oh my god, such a great story. And I was like, is it though? First of all, why that little boy had to do that? Why none of y'all, t- if y'all was that concerned about it, if it's that big of a deal, why none of the teachers put a group fund me together? Hey man, let's get, you know, I don't, or, or like a ba- some kind of raffle or some kind of anything you do at school. Yo, we gonna have a fucking um, raffle or, or whatever, or um, fundraiser, that's what I'm trying to say, fundraiser, you know, you um, buy tickets, you can shoot baskets, whatever, something, to, if you really wanted to get this boy these shoes, if it was that big of a deal, instead, you know, this, this, this boy, who took his allowance, $150 is, is not cheap for, for a kid, I'm sorry, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, it's dry in here, y'all, all these grown-ass people, let this boy spend his hundred fifty dollars to get this other kid a pair of shoes. Y'all couldn't do no fundraiser. Y'all couldn't do no group me. Y'all do y'all do group fund me for everything else. <coughs> so I don't know. That story just really irritated me. I was like, for real. Then they had the teachers. Oh, he's a great kid. I'm like, he is a great kid. He's an amazing kid. None of y'all gonna get that kid his money back. None of y'all gonna say, hey, good job, buddy. But you know what? Here's your hundred fifty dollars, but you know what? You you embarrass us right then because we should have did this on our own. What we gonna do is we gonna do a, we gonna do a, a fundraiser to get whoever or or all the kids. I don't know. Figure something out. But shit like that. That's what I be talking about, man. Why 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 y'all lean into into victimhood too much? And it should have been. They ain't asked nothing about the boy. It was just he ain't had his shoes. They ain't say if he's a good, you know, what else? They could have been like, yo, so do you get, you know, he's a good student. He get, It was just leaning into the pathetic. It was leaning into the victimhood. It was leaning into weak because, oh, my God, these kids make fun of him because he don't have no shoes. And I'm sure they do. Like I said, that's what kids do. But it didn't have to, it's just like, why, the way, the way everything is, it, the meek are inheriting the earth, and it's why the earth is running like shit is what I'm saying. Okay? We need to stand up. I'm tired of this pathetic bullshit. Teach your kids some character. Teach your kids that you cannot just go to your fainting couch about everything. Somebody always going to be picking on you. Somebody always going to say something about you. And you can't let that get in your way so much. You can't center that in your mental well-being to the point where you can't get over it. Like... Everything don't need therapy. Some shit like nigga. Like I said, I can't remember what all because you get called one set of name in grade school. Then you get to middle school, you get called another set of names. Then you get to high school, you get called another set of names. And then you know what happens? You go to college or you graduate. And then you in the real world now for you know for more than you were in school. And and you forget how many how many times do you go to freshman year? You come back for that first break, and all the people that used to rock super hard with used to be in your crew. You don't, y'all don't have anything else in common. You just, you've only been going for six months, but you've been six months meeting new people, joining groups, joining clubs, figuring out college life, meeting, you know, professional connections and all of that. And these people still been doing what they was doing when y'all was in high school, and now you like, it's just totally different. 
there's nothing, we don't even have nothing in common to talk about anymore, and half of them, by, by the time you graduate college, you only really, if you even keep in contact with people from high school, it's only people that you was really, really tight with, really cool with, and, and it's a few, but most of them other niggas that we used to just random euphoria party with, you don't know them motherfuckers no more, and so that's why I don't understand how you can be 35, 40 years old, and people who have no, uh, any kind of like place in your life, any kind of credit can be put towards your success, or where you are now, or where you're trying to go, have not supported you in anything, have not helped you along the way, not even a friend of yours, you might not even know their last name anymore, how these people can still have so, you can give them so much control over your emotional well-being and your quote fingers mental health this is what I don't understand, this is what I think is nonsense, this is what I think is silly, and people gonna say, oh well, you can't just tell people to get over it. I'm not telling people to get over it, except sometimes I am, cause some shit you can't just get over you know what, that was high school I, I'm a freshman now, I'm down here at, at Howard, I'm up here at Penn State I'm out here at USC, I'm up here at Harvard, I'm down here at, at, at wherever the fuck I go to school at and you know what, I'm pledging so and so for our sorority fraternity, I just got this new scholarship, I just got a summer job I'm, you know, I'm, I'm about to live my dreams. I'm not, I don't, I'm not working. You, you, you work at Seven Eleven down in, in North Philly, B. Like, I'm not. How do you let somebody like that? How does that person still have so much real estate? You can't just get over some shit. You can't get over the dude who calls you pimply in, in 10th grade. You can just be like, alright, man, I ain't got no pimples now. I'm fucking fine as fuck now. So what? You can't just get over some shit. Y'all make everything a thing. Y'all laying on these couches, couches. I don't know what the fuck they telling you. I, I really, I should talk to account. I should talk. To, they're not gonna tell me because that's like patient therapy, uh, patient doctor uh, confidentiality. But I know it got to be some therapist. But I don't know because I, no offense, but I kind of think outside of like serious issues that people have, I think a lot of therapy is a scam. I'm gonna be real with y'all. I think it's it's right. It's corny people talking to other corny people. Like we like. I don't mean no harm, I understand a lot of y'all got PhDs and y'all do the clinicals and y'all really do the really you know, treat people for you know, neuroses and all that kind of stuff I get that, but it's a lot of bullshit out there too, I'm sorry, it really is um, and we see a lot of it on Twitter and, excuse me, and, and, and TikTok um, but um you know, y'all going, y'all going online googling um, healthcare certain, whatever the fuck, I'm sure they got some bullshit, so that's what I'm saying, so but I really would like, I know some therapists just be like, girl, if you come in my office one more time, with this, they call me African booty snatcher bullshit I done already told you that's really about you being, you know, having self doubt yourself, and instead of just, you know accepting that, and, and fixing, figuring out why you feel inadequate when you go into these offices with these other people that have the same degrees as you who ain't no smarter than you, why you feel inadequate, you want to come in here every week and whine this because of somebody called you African booty snatcher, and girl I'm tired of it, it ain't got nothing to do with that, you need to let that shit go you 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 have self esteem issues for other reasons, and you just using it on this, like I, know, I, I don't know I, I, I should ask somebody it, do, do that ever get said to them, because it don't seem like it do, but you know, I'm not going to put this on therapists, a lot of people I know, they be like, yeah, people go to therapy, but they don't be telling the truth, or they just don't, you know, they go in, and they and the therapists tell them all that, and they just walk out and, and it's just, you know, not applied so, I don't want to get too hard on therapists either but, I just had to get that out, I'm so tired of it I'm so tired of it alright, now what, um alright, this is kind of the same thing, because what I was saying is, somebody was talking about, you know joning, or cracking jokes, or whatever and then why we had, like, come on man we can't, black people gonna joke you it don't matter, you, 
grow. You could be dead, and and we gonna be a, somebody in that funeral will be giggling about something. That's just what we do. Now we can't joke. Now we can't joke because motherfuckers is gonna just it's gonna buckle their knees and, and and envelop them in the tears. I I can't stand y'all new niggas. I can't stand y'all new blacks. I really can't. I can't deal with nobody that was born before after 1985. I really can't. I try. I try. We could be cordial. We could be, but I cannot be friends with y'all because y'all just I cannot stand with y'all. Y'all are goofy. Y'all, I, just, I can't. I cannot. The logic that y'all use, we can't even have a conversation because you can't even you can't even go into a conversation without it being about some fucking abusive or toxicity or trigger words and all of this and all of that. And I'm just glad Gen Z it don't seem to be quite like that. They, they Gen Z is is they got their stuff, but like it's not. They're not ridiculous with it. They're really not. They. I feel like Gen Z is able, and it's because they were raised by Gen X, they are able to put that shit aside when they need to. When it was time to go down there and vote because they saw all the bullshit was going on, yeah, they might have still had the trigger words and they might have still had all that same shit, but they're able to put that shit aside and they're able to do what they need to do and they're able to be serious when it's time to be serious and they're able to come through when they need to come through and that's why we like Gen X because they don't exalt, absolve into a puddle of tears and if you talk shit about them they'll they'll fucking clap back at you they're not gonna cry and go run into the internet complain about bullying and all kind of shit that's why we like Gen X, that's why we fuck with Gen X I'm sorry, not Gen X Gen Z y'all motherfuckers that came in the middle the pits, I don't fuck with none of y'all that was born after 1985, I just, I don't know it was a shift in the time, I don't know what happened but y'all motherfuckers are draining um so, where do I want to go from there, um well okay mm, you know what I can't talk about Merrick Garland no more other than to say I think that motherfucker's complacent as fuck, um, I listened to this podcast called Ultra it's um MSNBC is hosted by Rachel Maddow. Um, it, you should you should listen to it. It's very interesting. It's about apparently, and I did not know this as a history buff. Um, there was another plot vi- to violently overthrow, very similar to what happened on January sixth in the lead up to overthrow the American government. But this time it was it was prior to World War Two and the Nazis. There was the Nazis. Nazi German government had infiltrated quite a few people at the highest senators and congressmen had had same as Putin did with the GOP now and had them um, championing Nazi Germany causes had them trying to encourage people to not join the war and to not and to overthrow the government because Hitler was right and and it's it's a podcast about how that went down how it was handled what happened and it's very interesting because it is very very similar to what, what what's going on now, and what stood out to me is the difference between the, the DOJ and the Attorney General's handled that then, and the way it is being handled now. I said before, I have attorneys telling me that, you know, this special master thing, my thing is you didn't need a special master. If the special master hands down indictments, fine. If he doesn't, I don't have much hope because already, here's, here's my problem Merrick Garland. Here's my pro- here, here's my problem with his appointment and everything. And like I understand that he was appointed because he got screwed over with the Supreme Court appointment. But I don't think that's a legitimate enough reason to appoint somebody AG because here's my problem with him. 
Ruli Giuliani, no charges. Marjorie Taylor Greene, so far, no charges. Lauren Baber, all these people that we saw, Lindsey Graham, um, Jeff with Keebler Elf, um, um, all the shit that we know that Mueller did not investigate for 2016. They're, all of that stuff, none of those people had any charges. Everybody he's brought in, no charges. And my thing is this, you, he should be made to explain as the Attorney General how is it Explain to the American people how is it that all these people are coming in doing all these charges that we've seen them, them do and there's nothing and they're not being prosecuted. Explain it. Because if you say you couldn't charge them with this, you say you couldn't charge them with that, you should, we're not asking you to give us the details of your investigation. We're not asking you to give us our in and out. But I think if, if in, in any city, if a big crime occurs, I don't know, let's say somebody gets shot in the street or whatever the, uh, happens, police typically come out and they say we're charging with this, we're charging with that, or we had to drop the charges because witnesses so whatever, they explain it this man has not explained anything he has not prosecuted anybody we have not seen any indictments except for low level nobodies, and he has not been, I feel, at this point he should be made to explain what is it you're doing, bro? Because we see in all these people coming in in front of Congress and testifying to illegal shit. We seen the president had SIGINT in his that's illegal, and we have not seen any indictments. So why is it that you Rudy Giuliani we know was texting with Russian assets who have been connected to trying to overthrow the the um government of the United States, and he wasn't charged with anything, explain to us what what the charges were that he could have been charged with, why he wasn't charged with those, and why that is that's what I feel Merrick Garland needs to explain to the American people, because otherwise it's looking a lot like these are the people that you are partying with and you're afraid that you don't want to upset them, or you don't want to look quote fingers political, and so you're just letting crimes against the United States of America, high treason go because you're afraid to prosecute because you're afraid that somebody may attack you for being political that's what it's looking like and I just feel like he should be made to explain Kamala Harris has a background in law enforcement, she's on all them fucking committees, and I know that's not a vice president's job, but I think it, she should, if she don't do it, then I'm sure she can recommend somebody to go over there to justice and be like, look, I need you to get over there and figure out what the fuck they're doing and if they are being strategic and there is this special master and, they, and there is something coming down, fine, we'll explain that to the American people, but if they are just over there just not doing nothing, then he needs to go. You need to show and prove, or you need to step down. And that's what I think needs to happen, and I think that that's what they, I understand midterms are over now, and I think in the run-up to 2024, it will help immensely if, if, listen, people voted for Democrats. We voted for the Democrats because we want Democratic policies, and we want to see these motherfuckers held accountable. And so far, we have not seen it. And if y'all keep doing this milk toast, we're just gonna, we're gonna move on. That's what they did with Nixon, and look what happened. Here it is, here we are, right back. People want to see people held accountable, and I think in this run-up to 2024, it will help y'all a great deal if we start to see that. If we start to see the pressure on America, hey, what is going on? 
Where are these indictments? Why are these people not being held accountable? What is going on? Because we see you, this one for the, you know, lock the damn Christies up for seven years or 12 years. Everybody loved them to death. I'm not saying you should, you know, do some tax fraud, but I mean, it, I think it was some bullshit how he got caught because a little gay lover told him. I'm just saying, they the Christies on that. They ain't hurt nobody. Okay, they frauded y'all. But I'm just saying, everybody liked them. They got to go, they going to jail, but all these motherfuckers over here doing all this shit, we don't see nothing for them. Y'all locking up regular people for this shit, but we don't see these motherfuckers being held accountable at all, and I just think it'll go a long way if, 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 I, I don't, I don't think that's gonna go over well if it keeps going on this way, that's all I'm saying, um, what else, um, oh, I really, oh, so let me touch on this really quick, all I wanna say, so there was another mass shooting, um, in a, LGBTQ club in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Colorado Springs, Colorado is where the Air Force Academy is. That's um, that's the officer. That's the you know in the Navy is is the Naval Academy and the Army is West Point. Navy is Annapolis. Um, uh, the Air Force it's Colorado Springs. Um, that's where their like officer academy. Is. So that's a military town. I know quite a few people who are either stationed there either as in, in, on the base or as um, officer training school. It's a very, I won't say, it's it's not, it's an air, I won't say conservative, but it is a, it's it's a military town. It's just conservative, you know, anybody that's from Newport News or Annapolis, you know, that kind of environment, like, you know, it's it leans towards conservative. So, I was surprised they even had a gay club, but I, when they said they would only have one, I was like, makes sense. Um, and so this shooter, this guy goes in and he shoots the place up and I think they said he killed seven or six, I can't remember. And then we find out that it was actually the, um, patrons, one of the guy who owns the bar, one of the drag queens, it was at a drag show that, um, you know, they apprehended him and they stomped him out. And that's what I've been saying. I've said this on here before. I said that I think that the, the conventional, wisdom that they tell people about these situations is wrong that passive hide, lay down, I think that's wrong, I have been saying that I think that when you come in if y'all, yes, if you can hide hide, if you can get out, get out, of course um, but I think that's wrong advice, I think when the motherfuckers come in with those guns, y'all gotta try to get to, y'all gotta try to get to him, cause otherwise y'all just gonna be standing there like sitting ducks at, at his mercy waiting to get shot, and that's how you end up with 17, 18, 19, 20 people shot that shooter that came in Virginia Tech they tackled him, and I'm just saying that the situations where we know that the people fight back, they don't get as many people and I've been, I've said that all like I when I was still at Barclays, we had a um a shooter drill, and I was so surprised that the cops said that because he was like, it was a, it was a police officer who was giving us the um, briefing and he was like, listen, if that shit should happen, he was like you know, everybody hide, everybody run, he said, but if you guys can get to the shooter, and you decide that's what you want, he was like, make a plan, he was like, either decide you are, decide you're not, don't waffle, and he said, once you decide it, go ahead and execute it, and I was surprised, because usually they don't tell you that, and I was like, I've been saying that, I was like, listen, if a motherfucker comes in shooting with a rifle, nine times out of ten, they're not combat trained, now sometimes they are, but they're not combat trained, and they are are trying to intimidate, and they don't expect that, they're not gonna expect y'all to come running at them, because they're, they're there to 
intimidate, right? They there to show they the boss, so they're not gonna expect that. So I've been saying that don't be dummy, like you know what I mean. If the, the gun is pointed right at you, try to di- dive up. You know, you don't run at it, but you know that motherfucker come in there shooting. Y'all get the eye contact and see where he's going and figure out, you know, how y'all can jump that motherfucker. That's gonna be better than just letting him just shoot out bullets, so, when I read that, I was like, they said the guy, the, the main guy that owned the bar, he's an army veteran, he was like, look, I just went into automatic mode, and I understood what he was saying, because as a military person, that's kind of like, you just, you train so much, that like, right now, if somebody would come in here shooting, I already know that I'm, I'm gonna jump in, the, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I already know I'm gonna jump into action, because that's just my instinct, right? And then they said the drag queen stomped him out, and they showed a picture of him, they, they beat his ass. And I be trying to tell people, these white boys, these p- proud boys, and all these white supremacists that live in these isolated places where, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all don't live in, in cities and around places where it be a lot of gay people, a lot of gay bars, so y'all don't seem to know. Gay men will whoop your ass. Gay men are not soft, they are not the ones to be tested, they've been fighting every day all their life, and the more feminine they are, the more that y'all think they faggots and sissies or whatever, those be the main ones that'll whoop your ass, cause they done had heard that shit all their life, and people fuck with them all the time, and then for their own safety, just walking down the street, people trying to harass them, them motherfuckers know how to fight, you will get fucked up in the gas. that's why I think it's kinda ironic that them motherfuckers are attacking these great I feel, cause they feel like these are soft targets, or these are people they can easily, you know intimidating, I'm like, nah, y'all in the wrong place for that, so you know, and I don't think this, um, so now it's this argument, his lawyer and I'm pretty sure it's his lawyer, is trying to use, first let me explain something, there's a difference between a defense and an excuse or justification, right a justification or an excuse is something that stops you from getting charged in the first place, like I said before um, last week was talking about Killer Sally, so like if somebody breaks into your house, you're in your house, somebody breaks into your house you grab your shotgun, you kill them boom, you kill them dead, they, you, you get them, let's say and I'm, I'm picking this example, because this really happened on an episode of Cops that I watched years and years and years ago, it was a wild ass episode right, um, the girl had shot um, well, it turns out it was her uncle, but, um, somebody had tried to break in her house, he had tried to come through the window, person came in and shot him as he was coming through the window, and the dead body was hanging halfway in the window, halfway out, shot up with the shotgun, right, when the co- police got there, they showed it, and she, they, they were like, oh, he broke in, boom, that's it, that's justified shooting, I shot you trying to break into my house, that's justified, you don't get charged, that's it. That's different than a defense. A defense is you have been charged, you are going to trial, and now you are trying to get found, you're trying to not be convicted, and so you have this defense. That's a different thing. A char- So, people were saying that, so this guy's attorney is claiming that he's a part of the LGBT community. They claim, I think they said he's pan or whatever. I think that's a crock of shit. I think he has a bad attorney who thinks that that's a good idea. Like, oh, well, because they're charging him with a hate crime. And I think his thing, oh, well, if we say that you're gay, because he's fucking a dumb, conservative white people. Oh, well, if we say you're gay, then it can't be a hate crime. Saying well, it's, it's basically that, well, my best friend is black, so I can't be racist defense. That's really what it sounded like to me. I think that's what they're thinking. And that's not going to work, because number one, a hate crime has certain elements. And every state defines it differently. But you either meet those elements or you're not. There's no defense to, you can't, a hate crime, um, in New York is like, you, um, it's a crime committed against a, a, a designated defined group, and they say, I know it's like sexual orientation, uh, 
gender. It's, I can't remember, but it's written out exactly what those categories are, right? And if it's in those categories and it's committed against those people because you have a feeling that those people are, are, are you know, sinful or whatever, I, I, I should read the statute directly, but it's basically saying if the reason you, you attack somebody because of their, you know, gender expression or they're gay or whatever because of this perception you have of them being bad or being sinful or just you don't like them or whatever, and that's the reason why you attack these people and, and, and you did these other two things, that's a hate crime. And that's it. Those are the elements. If you meet those elements, you're gonna be charged with a hate crime. So if you bust into a gay club with a rifle, and you kill gay people, and you say, oh, well, I'm killing gay people because I don't like them, and I talk, that's a hate crime. You, it, there's no element in that charge that says that you have to also not be a member. So the, the, the hate statute doesn't go, if you attack gay people, if you attack black people, if you attack women, and you are also not a gay person, that's not in there. It doesn't matter. So to say that I'm gay and therefore can't, that's why I say I think his lawyer is not great because I think that's what his lawyer is going for, trying to say that it's not a hate crime because he didn't attack these people because they were gay, he attacked these people because his father abused him and he's, you know, alright, well why you ain't go attack where your daddy hang out then? Why you ain't go shoot up the clan meeting? Why are you in the gay club shooting at the gay people? So I don't think that's gonna work as, um, I mean it's not gonna work. They're either gonna charge him with a hate crime or they're not. Um, the reason why you don't get charged with a hate crime is because if they can show that, um, you know, you were just walking down the street and you just wanted to shoot up anything, and the gay club was the first one, you went in there and you shot it up. You didn't necess- you didn't target those people because they were gay. You just shot up somebody. That's an example of when it might appear to be a hate crime, but when they talk to the kid, well, did you? Oh no, I had nothing against gay. Well, why did you go in there? Well, a perfect example. Remember the um, nail salon shooting down in VA where they said that they when that stupid uh, Asian hate nonsense was going on, and they were trying to say that that might be Asian hate, the dude, it turned out it wasn't, dude just was like, had I forgot he had like a beef or something That that's a perfect example, like you can it could be a crime against a, a race or a gender or, or even gay people, but you won't get charged with a hate crime You have, it's, the criminal law is concerned with your thoughts and your intentions, so if you didn't intend to target those people you just mass shot up, it won't be a hate crime so I think that he's gonna get charged with a hate crime because I, I I'm sorry to hold my daddy with trash argument. That's nice, nigga. You got you could argue that in, in court and hope somebody listens. But as far as this hate crime, nigga, we we giving this because one we you came in the gay bar and you 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 shot him up, right? But a defense is different. Now if he wants to go into the court, and I wouldn't suggest this. I don't think this is the environment for this right now. But if he wants to go into court and and claim that you know, he shouldn't be convicted of, of first degree murder or premeditated or whatever they charge him for mass shooting because he's really, you know, it, he's actually a part of the community and he just was stressed out and snapped because his father, who's a piece of shit, they didn't show him on the news, um, was harassing him or, or making him hate himself for being gay and he just snapped and, you know, but he didn't mean any anything against the gay community, He but he, because he's gay himself, I mean, that that's a defense you want to use you could try it, I just don't think it's gonna work in this environment, because I think it's a ridiculous defense number one, because, okay, like I said, why you ain't gonna shoot up the clan meeting then, why you ain't gonna shoot up your daddy's job you know what I mean, like, why ain't you gonna shoot up the wherever the white boy's at, why, why you ain't gonna shoot up the hooters why you in here shooting up the gay people you know what I'm saying, so, but that's the difference, I think a lot of people get that confused I had a couple people going back and forth from me, like well, you know, why can't, I'm like, because it's either a hate crime or it's not, he either meets it, you can't the jury, the, the, 
they either charge the charge that they charge you with, you either meet those elements or you don't. Now, you might not get convicted of those at, at trial, but you either meet the elements or you don't, and the bar is very low. So him saying that he's a member of the LGBT is not going to stop him from getting charged with a hate crime. You know, it's not. So, but, you know, I just wanted to shout them out and, and, and hope, you know, God bless those people and, you know, Joe Biden is talking about getting assault weapons ban passed again. Hopefully it gets passed. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what has to go on, but I do think that if people start, uh, like I said, defending themselves and charging these shooters, and, and if at some point one of these motherfuckers get popped, they damn self going in there trying to kill people, that might calm this shit down a little bit because now people are like, oh, you know, I might get fucked up. I don't know. Maybe it won't, but I'm just saying, I think that that's, I think we need to revise the advice on that, because we don't need to have these, these, these shootings where 12 and 13 and 15 and 20 people get shot, because they just laying there, holding their breath, hoping they could be invisible, um, when, you know, y'all might be able to do something, maybe only, you know, five or six people get hurt, you know, I mean, if he in there shooting either way, and he gonna try to kill all of y'all, all I'm saying is y'all might as well try to fight him and save some lives, you know what I mean, cause nine times out of ten, these people, like I said, they're not, they're not soldiers, these people are not combat trained, they punks, they pussies, and, and they not gonna be prepared for y'all to fight back, they not gonna be prepared for y'all to rush them, and, and that shit is probably gonna be over soon. Okay. Stop arguing over Marvel movies. I'm tired of this argument. I think it's a silly conversation. I think it's dumb. I think Marvel movies exist over here. I think Francis Ford Coppola and Martin Scorsese and Steven Spielberg and George Lucas and what they do exists over here. I call them serious serious directors. You want to disagree, that's fine. But I think most people feel like The Godfather is a different quality and type of cinema than a Marvel movie, and I'm not mocking a Marvel movie, I just think people get confused between what's entertaining right, and what's necessarily good, I'm not a big Marvel movie fan, I'm not a big action fan because like I told y'all, I need plot I understand that the boom, pow, things blowing up, people fighting crack, boom I understand that's all exciting, but that shit bores me to death, I can't watch that for two hours, I need there to be some kind of story, I need there to be some kind of plot that makes sense, that's not silly that I can, that I can grab onto, that that is pulling me through all this other shit so a Terminator 2, a Terminator, a, 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 um, you know, a Black Panther, um, I like Thor Ragnarok, right? There's a story underneath for reason why all this shit is going on. Uh, these movies where a lot of these Marvel movies, look, Iron Man and all of that shit, I, 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 it's just not for me. I don't care. It's too much backstory and gotta read this and gotta read that that you gotta know and it's just, I don't know none of it and I don't care to. But, that being said, that doesn't mean they're bad movies, I get that they're enjoyable and they're entertainment, I don't understand why somebody like Quentin Tarantino saying that the driving force in these movies, these movies are not, they're not movie stars that are making these movies, it's the character, the character is Thor, the character is is Iron Man, the character is Captain America, it's not, but the guy who plays him is not necessarily a movie star, I don't understand why that, why that got so much pushback, what's not true about that, Leonardo DiCaprio is a movie star, you could put him in a movie, and he is going to shine, he is going to make, he is going to perform, and make that movie what it is, Brad Pitt, George Clooney, um, 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 uh, uh, um, Harrison Ford, I'm forgetting somebody, Nicole Kidman, 
Julia Roberts, um, um, who am I forgetting? Y'all know, uh, Angela Bassett, Viola Davis, Denzel Washington. These are, these are movie stars. You put them in the movie, they gonna, they gonna, they are going to shine. Okay? That's, I don't, I, I, you can put George Clooney in a Marvel movie. I think, didn't George Clooney play Batman? I think he did. I know that's DC, but I'm just saying. You could put him in a superhero movie, <coughs> and he will do just fine. I don't know if you can take Chris Evans out of the Marvel and put him in Oceans or whatever and, and have him outshine all them other serious actors like George Clooney did. I don't know if you could do that. So I don't know why it's controversial that he's saying that. Marvel movies make a lot of money. A lot of people like them. But I'm sorry, you're not going to tell me that Iron Man is, is, is as quality a film as The Godfather. There's so many things going on in The Godfather. There's so many levels in The Godfather. There's so many, there's so much being put on screen in The Godfather of the, the human condition, of the mafia, of different, you know, portrayal in the family, and just all kind of shit the history of New York, just all kind of shit that is done in the, in the, in the Godfather, and you're not gonna tell me that this movie about this rocket man flying around is the same thing, and I'm not saying it's not good and not entertaining, but these are not, these are not quality films like that, not saying that they're trash, but like, I don't understand, and oh well, they're just mad that their movies aren't making money, they're just mad it's not diversity, what, what are you talking about? First of all, Quentin Tarantino has some of the blackest movies out, and has made some of the best movies out, and I don't, it's not about diversity, they're just saying, man, look, we are made, we can't get our films made now, we can't get like real cinema quote fingers made because, and I don't even think they're complaining I think, Martin Scorsese is fine I don't think Martin Scorsese thinks that he's gonna outdo a Black Panther, it's just a different kind of movie, I don't think that's what they're saying, I think that they are lamenting the loss of the art the loss of movie stars, the loss of the screenwriter, the loss of the artistic part that makes movies great and I don't think that they're wrong because there I have heard several interviews with several actors and actresses who say that one of the big reasons they take the Marvel movies, which they admit is not like the big like niche and nice, really challenging and and deep and thoughtful, I don't know, whatever you want to say, movies that they would like to make the reason they do Marvel is because they can use the money that they get from that to, to, to make these kind of, because the studio's not gonna put the money into it, because this movie might only make 20, 30 million dollars, which is not bad, you know, but it ain't 400 million or whatever, and that's what the main lead, the movie, the, the big studio, so I'll do the Black Widow, I'll do the Thor, I'll do the Iron Man, because the money that I get from that is so much that it allows me to make my own production company, and buy the movies that I want to get made on my own, and I've heard a lot of people say that, so I just don't, it's the it's the Marvel piece, this is why a comic, to me my opinion, this is why comic nerds, this is why I say they're annoying, because they take themselves way too seriously, they take this shit way too seriously, and they try to make it way too deep, and the rest of us are like bro, dude it's a movie about a dude flying around in a rocket suit, like, it's cool, we get it, 
but it's y'all. It's not. It's not groundbreaking. It's it's a dude. It's a movie about a dude that's like Captain. He has a shield and he goes through town and he's like a superhero. And he but it's not like relax. Nobody's life is being changed with this. It's not. You know, it's cool. It's got a nice little plot. It's an action movie. That's great. But like y'all gotta calm down. Y'all trying to make this shit so much more than what it is. It makes a lot of money all over the world, because everybody likes to go in and watch the action movies, I know I'm in, I'm on odd man out with that, and I'm not saying I don't like an action movie, I've seen plenty of action movies, I'm just saying, I can't, I can't watch the, they're not my favorite, and I'll be in there in some of these movies, know that dead ass nodding off, because we, it's, we on 15 minutes now of random explosions, random runs, random punches, random crashes, ain't been a word of dialogue spoke, I don't even know where they going anymore, I'm not even sure why they running, I'm not even sure why shit is blowing up anymore, I, I don't even remember what the fucking plan was in the first place and, and, and we six minutes into this shit now, so that's just me but I'm tired, like y'all gotta stop reacting Martin Scorsese can say whatever the fuck he wants to say, he's earned that he has earned that, he's built he's, the things that he has given to the movie business allows him to say he don't like Marvel if he wants to it's like, y'all not you're, never, you're not gonna win that argument because at the end of the day yes, those movies make a lot of money but nobody's ever, seriously, nobody who's serious is ever putting any of those up against a casino, or Goodfellas or or um, or, 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 um a Django, or, or Reservoir Dogs, or a Pulp Fiction, it's just, it's, it's not the same experience, it's apples and oranges, and I, we, I just don't understand why y'all gotta keep arguing about it, it's so very annoying. Um, finally, so I just wanted to say, somebody tweeted something, and I just wanted to mention it, because I feel like it settles, sums up what I've been trying to say, and what a lot of us has been trying to say perfectly, about how we we tired of arguing with y'all people who always want to talk about, it's the marketing, or this, 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 that, he said that, the reason why, this tweet said, and I should have marked to it, actually, I might have bookmarked it, did I bookmark it? I may have, let me see, I want to get them their they credit, because I was like, yes, that is so well said, um, let me see, did I bookmark it? Uh, no. Okay. But basically, what they said was the reason why shit is uh, uh, so much stuff is so mediocre and so mid is because now there are so many people, there are so many mediocre people in spaces that back in the day you used to have to be great just to be able to access. You had to be great to be able to access these spaces that now are just full of people who are mediocre. And that's so accurate. That's so accurate. And that leads me into my next topic, which is I'm tired of talking about Chris Brown. Chris Brown was supposed, him and Sierra were supposed to do some Michael Jackson tribute on the AMA. It got canceled last minute. He has taken this and all the industry has acted like he has been so persecuted. I'm so sick of that shit. First of all, the AMAs already came out and said the reason why the shit was canceled is because they couldn't clear the music. 
they had it ready to go up to the last minute, and if you know anything about clearing music, you know that's how it goes sometimes, it can take a long time, and sometimes people don't want to clear it, or they want to charge you too much, and it's like, you know what, we're not paying 300 grand for this little snippet, forget it, just cut it out, that's what they said, but that has not stopped everybody from claiming that, that we are still persecuting Chris Brown, first of all, let me just say this, Chris Brown is not the only one that could do a Michael Jackson tribute in 2022, I'm not knocking Chris Brown at all. Chris Brown is very talented. He's a very talented dancer. But y'all give Chris Brown way too much. There is no planet and no place where Chris Brown has ever been comparable to Michael Jackson. Okay? Chris Brown is a good dancer. He's a nice street dancer. He imitates Michael Jackson very well. The thing that you people got to understand, though, about Michael Jackson, and you don't know this because you weren't alive in his prime, Michael Jackson was not imitating anybody. Michael Jackson came up with that all on his own, and he gave all kinds of interviews about how he used to watch the Nicholas Brothers, and, and Bo Jangles, and James Brown, and, and, and um, Fred Astaire, and all these different t- great dancers to, to figure out how he wanted his dance style to be, and when you watch him perform, you see all of that, the long lines, the leg kickouts, the stretches, that's Fred Astaire, he had talked about it, the, the, um, the stomping, and the, and the, and the, um, the slides that he does, that's James Brown, okay, the, and, and, and when he starts to tap in and he slides, that's the Nicholas, Nicholas Brothers, these are all legendary dance and, and other stuff that he's mentioned, Michael Jackson created this all on his own, he is the greatest entertainer ever, he is the bar to which everybody is measured and nobody has met, okay, and Chris Brown never in his life has been on that level, now, is he the only, and I'm tired of y'all at every time, this nigga done, done tributed Michael Jackson so much, and oh, if he was the one that was going to be on, the, are y'all fucking, what are the drugs? Because I hear industry people say this all the time, and I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? No part of Chris Brown's career ever approached Michael Jackson. I don't give a fuck if he had never beat up Rihanna. I don't give a fuck if he never stalked Karuche. I don't give a fuck if he never beat up Karuche. I don't care if he never flipped out on him more in America. I don't care if he ever threw a chair through a window. I don't care if he never did any of that shit. He was never going to be the level of Michael Jackson. Chris Brown's contemporary, when he was out, was Justin Timberlake. That's who Chris Brown was eating up that night of that incident when he was jumping on them tables. That was Justin Timberlake. That that was his contemporary. It wasn't Usher Raymond, and it damn sure wasn't no Michael Jackson. And y'all need to just let it go. This motherfucker did a backflip one time. Great. Michael Jackson did shit that don't. He did the the, the um his shoes that he did that lean in for Clint for criminal um smooth criminal patent. There were years decades went by when nobody knew how he did that shit, it came out later that after he passed that he had some shoes patented and they helped him lean forward, this motherfucker was a genius, he was the greatest entertainer, he was the entertainer that other entertainers say is the greatest entertainer, Chris Brown was never that, and I'm not denying his talent, but y'all do too much, and he is not hot like that in 22, Chris Brown is not nobody, these young kids don't even know, all they know him from is antics, they don't, they they don't know when he was in his, you know, on his way up before he fucked up. They don't know him. Okay? And y'all keep acting like nobody's prosecuting, persecuting Chris Brown. Chris Brown has been able to have a, Chris Brown beat Rihanna up. One of the biggest superstars, one of the most loved entertainers in the world. Beat her up, 
and and still was able to have a career. Then he went on a harass. Y'all keep acting like it was that one incident that, me- that memory is very selective. He has never taken full responsibility for what he did to Rihanna, number one. But re- my attitude for Chris Brown has always been this. I don't have nothing against him. I'm not a big fan of him. You never see me, you know, going no show or nothing of him. I, 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 I'm not a fan of him. But my thing is, like, he had beat me in my, he had bopped me up beside my head. And Rihanna said she forgave and was over it and, like, you know, is on with her life. She got a her and Aesop Rocky got a baby now, look like they doing fine, and she done been through so many other relationships since then, she don't even mention that boy like that no more, I think she, I think she don't even see him, you know, he's way in her rear, and so if she over it, I'm over it, cause he ain't bopped me upside my head, so I don't, I'm not boycotting him, I have no reason to not, you know, if he put out a good album that's good, I would listen to it, but the man been making the same music since, he's stuck in 2010, he keeps dropping this garbage ass music, it all sounds the fucking same, you're 40 years old, still singing shit like you 18, uh, your man's broke, he's a joke, I'ma beat the pussy up, uh, nobody wants to hear all that, Christopher, you, you, nobody, you need to get yourself a good A&R, get yourself a good producer and listen, and stop dropping these garbage ass albums with these 30 tracks, nobody wants it, that's why nobody wants to see you, nobody's holding anything against you bro, you're not that, you're not hot, you're not popular right now, okay, nobody's is scrambling to see you on any show, let alone America, you haven't done anything to bring yourself in new fans, so all you got is these same raggedy bitches that have been defending you, and jumping out there, against the slings and arrows, you have never, he has never taken responsibility for what he did, never to this day, he's not acknowledged what he did to Karuchi, he's not acknowledged any of it, he keeps trying to make it he's been playing a victim since it happened and people are picking on him, nobody's picking on you they've been telling you for years your music is trash, you fell off because your music fell off, because you put all your energy into being a fuck up and harassing women and, and, go, and flipping out and making trash ass music and all these women jumping out here, listen, black women in the entertainment, and now that I'm in the industry, I, I was telling somebody the other day, because they called, they called us executives, they were like, yo, we're all executives here, and I was looking around like, who, who are you talking about? Who, who? And I'm like, oh shit, I am, I'm a music executive right now, and my role that I have, I'm, I'm executive, like, people be asking me my opinion on shit, and what I think, and do, and I, I'm like, shit, okay, and the closer I get, the more I realize, a lot of these motherfuckers are dingbats, okay? a lot of, it's, it's, it's a lot of foolery, and I, it's a lot of ass kissing, and it's a lot of, it's a lot of people not being, the reason why a lot of content is made, because it's a lot of fucking yes men in the industry right now, it's a lot of fucking yes men, it's a lot of whatever, you know, what if I pull a stick out my ass on fire and wave it around, oh yeah, that's hot, nigga, that's hot, that's, that's why a lot of shit is made right now, okay, and I sit there, and I see them people say that shit, and I be like, well, look, I just got here, y'all ain't gotta pay me no mind, but, um, this is what I think, and, you know, they, that, look, and when I do that, some people be looking like, oh, but then they'll follow, they be like, yeah, I agree, and my boss, you know, listen, I don't know, but all I'm saying is, nobody is, I'm tired of hearing about it, he's not being blackballed, he has been getting so many chances because of who he is, and because of his talent, he's been given. we're not blackballing him, we just, you're not putting out nothing nobody wants to hear, and there's other people that are, we got Beyonce out here, we got Bruno Mars out here, we got Adele out here, we got, um, um, uh, Usher, well, Usher ain't, but, but Usher can carry his old shit out here, right, Usher doing a whole residency in Vegas, cause he's built his career to that point, he has the music to follow, and you still putting out these same bitty bitty bomb bomb bit bops that you've been putting out since 2010, we don't wanna hear it, 
Kelly Rowland and all these people jumping out to defend you, we ain't seen none of y'all defend Meg, Meg got shot in her fucking feet and y'all still putting that little nigga that attacked her on y'all albums and everything else but y'all still jumping out here for Chris Brown number one, number two, just because y'all forgave him and y'all wanna get over it that don't mean nobody else does, the fans if they don't wanna move on, again not me cause my attitude is he hit me in my head so whatever, but if people don't wanna move on if it, Rihanna is extremely popular and if people wanna be like fuck you, you fuck with Rihanna, she might be over but I ain't over, I don't fuck with you no more, or I like Karuchi, whatever the case cause y'all keep wanting to pretend it was that one incident but it was not, then they don't have to, if that's just, that's just, hey, that's the bet he made, and if that's where it's at, that's where it's at I think, if the motherfucker would stop playing the fucking victim, and just put together a good album and drop it and it was fly, he could clear, because this R&B male R&B that y'all be hollering about so much, it ain't it, none of it hits it's all trash, it's all I can't stand none of it, the only person I listen to is Bruno Mars and The Weeknd cause he makes bops, I mean fuck what y'all say, who else? Um, R&B it's so little, um and, and most of it is like R&B slash pop, um, John Legend, I don't even know if that really counts as R&B, but yeah, but it's only certain people that I even listen to, cause I don't like all this, this vibes and B and all this old druggy music y'all listen to if Chris Brown put together an album he could clear, oh sorry Beyonce, uh, oh no we was doing males, that's fine, he would clear he would clear, it ain't no reason, go get Bruno, bro, go be, get Bruno Mars and be like, yo, man, can you help me produce, I wanna put together, I, help me do for me what Teddy Riley did for Bobby Brown, I wanna put one bomb ass album out and get back he could do it easy he could do it so easy but no, he wants to play the victim and pretend like people are boycotting nobody, nigga, they cut your, you, they told you why, I'm sure they told you it's cause it wasn't clear, but you know you like to play the victim you like to d- d- play these games like somebody is so against you. Nigga, you are still rich. You done made all this money. They still letting you make albums. They still letting you tour. They still letting you. And you doing whack nigga shit. You did that shit with Drake because y'all was trying to gang up. Like, you still doing bitch. You still doing the same bitch nigga shit. And that's what people see. And so that's what people are reacting to. Nobody, I don't hear anybody missionary on an incident with you except you and your goofy ass fans who every time you drop an album and they want to act like it's comparable to Usher and people be like, that shit is some trash. And y'all, we sorry he beat Rihanna. Rihanna, that ain't got nothing to do with it. Ain't got nobody, it ain't got nothing to do with it. <clears throat> what it is, is a lot of y'all are p- friends of Chris Brown don't have an issue with what he did. Y'all don't have an issue that he beat Rihanna up. Y'all don't have an issue that he's been ch- that he harassed Cruz. Y'all don't have an issue with it. Same way y'all don't really have an issue with what R. Kelly did. And that's why y'all keep defending him. That's why y'all want to act like he's being persecuted when it's really people don't fuck with you because we see the kind of person you are and we don't see you being taking any accountability and your talent is not good enough for us to overlook that it was overlooked by y'all overlooked it by R. Kelly for a long time because the music was quality enough for for some of y'all to overlook I never really seen it for that shit shit too much but anyway I'm just saying Chris your music, your output it's not at the level where people are, are, are gonna just overlook all this shit that you've continued to do now I will give it to you, you ain't been in no issues in a minute now, I've been paying attention cause I was like Chris Brown can't go a year without getting in some trouble, and it's been a minute now since you've been in some trouble, so perhaps but that ain't helping the music though the music is still not good so maybe instead of playing these games, like I said, go get Babyface go get Bruno Mars 
Go get Raphael Sadiq. Go get, I don't know, whoever the hot, The Dream. Whoever's the hot producer out right now and make some good music and then maybe we'll see. I'm tired of hearing about it, okay? And, you know, Chris Brown is not the only person. Every time, first of all, the artist that's out right now that's closest to embodying Michael Jackson at all and in any way comes anywhere near to the level of talent he was was his sister Janet. The only one. Okay, and she's still alive and still out here. And I don't know if she would want to do a tribute. She, I, you know, I'm sure, you know, maybe she just want to sit in the audience. I don't know, but it ain't Chris Brown. Okay, it's not. So, I would have Usher out to tribute Michael Jackson before I would Chris Brown. That's all. And I'm not saying Usher is that is a better dancer, but I'm saying his persona and the level that he's reached in his career and the catalog that he has, he's much more. Uh, can say much more has follow, tried to follow in Michael Jackson's footsteps and then Chris Brown, okay? Chris Brown could do the thrust in and all of that, but he, y'all, see, that's the thing about y'all young kids. Y'all miss Michael Jackson in his prime, so y'all only focus on certain things, but y'all don't understand. Michael Jackson did all kind of styles. Chris doesn't have those clean lines when, when Mike is graceful, and he, Chris, he got the thrust in and the stomping and the, and the kick in his leg. He can imitate Michael Jackson really well, but he doesn't, he doesn't capture all of what Michael Jackson was. Janet does. But he doesn't. He 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 just only has the rough and, the, and but the, some of those. Look at the Billie Jean video. Those long lines that Michael does. The smooth the smooth uh, criminal video where he's doing the the the, the slow. Um, you know, Chris Brown can do Remember the Time breakdown really well. I'm sure he could do that. All that type of shit. But he can put him on that smooth criminal. Put him on the um um Billie Jean. Put him on the beat it where it was more dance moves. He's not the only one that could do that. And I'm just sorry. I, I don't see nobody checking for Chris Brown like that too much for Michael Jackson Tribute in 2022. So, that's all I have to say. This went a lot longer than I expected, but I made y'all wait longer. So, here you go. I'll be making up for it for long episodes. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. I hope y'all had a rest, good rest of your holiday. Now we into the Christmas season. I got to get up here and hang up my lights because it's that time. And, um... Yeah, um, thanks for coming out. God bless. Good night.